big debates, unpopular opinions, and a whole lot more. Oh yeah, it's the Once Around Podcast, baby. Hello and welcome back to the penultimate Once Around Podcast of the 2021 season. Derby County have, surprise, lost 2-1 to Swansea away from home. I'm Ben, I'm joined by Ed, Kai and Luke. And today is going to be a culmination of emotions, emotions that have been building up all over the season, building up to the point we are now where we're one game away from safety or dropping down to League One. It's terrifying, but it's Derby County, so at least it's interesting. Ed, what did you make of yesterday's, not yesterday's, uh, the game at the weekend? Oh, it's a good noise. That's, that's yeah, a good noise summary. Yeah, I mean, at this point in the season, you can't even talk about performances. It doesn't, performances don't matter. They just don't matter. doesn't matter how well we played. It's the fact we lost. We, lo- we lost the game. Simple as that. And and in the, the manner we did as well, it's, it's just all too similar from all these last, I think for about six games now, we've said, Oh, yeah, we've lost a couple, but we could change it around in this game. Oh, we've lost a couple. We can change it around in the next game. And then we've got one game left now, lads. Well, we've lost, what's we've lost now? seven on the bounce. What, what, what's going to happen now? We're just going to suddenly turn up. I mean, you've you got to hope we do. I don't have much faith. Um, I'm normally the ray of sunshine in this podcast, and I try and shed some light on dreary football. Mm. But even I can't. And... That says a lot because I really try and force it, but we are just woeful. And to be honest, I saw a tweet about it the other day. Rotherham deserved to stay up, to be honest with you. Us and Wednesday have been running to the ground. We've been poor all season. Good luck to them. We deserve it, but not that I want us to go down by any means, but I, I see it happening. I just see it happening. We have absolutely no desire. We have no direction. We have no ability to score goals and if we do we lose the lead anyway so where do we go from here league one in my opinion but hey we'll see will we we will see all right we'll we'll go on to the the Swansea game Kai I'm not sure about you but all these especially the last three they've all sort of blended into one game we have a good spell get a goal and then crumble yeah, I think Swansea and Birmingham were probably the most similar in particular, especially considering the time frame of the two goals. Blackburn, they scored one before half time as it was anyway. So, But we just can't seem to hold out our lead. And whether that's because it's the defence's fault, ultimately, I don't think we're just dropping too far deep as soon as we go one up. And it's sort of similar to what we were doing on the Koku uh, when he first came in last year. And we'd go one nil up and you think everything's fine. And then we'd just drop too deep and we've got no defensive capability as it is. So to sort of expect us to go against one of the highest scoring teams in the league and to defend a one goal lead, I didn't really understand what was happening. There was only really one team in it for the first 50, 60 minutes until uh, they scored through Whitaker. And we somehow came out losing the game still. I mean, Rooney's got a lot to answer for himself. I think the players do especially. Uh, the goalkeeping situation this season has been abysmal. We don't really know who has our number one. Marshall's been 
poor in recent weeks. Ruse was pretty poor the other day. I think he was at fault for both goals, personally. But yeah, I mean, realistically, are we going to stay up? Probably not anymore. I think it's sort of the tide's changed quite badly now, and it's not in our hands. After, well, I don't think it will be after after tonight anyway. Saturday's game is probably the biggest we've had in probably going on 30 or 40 years since we were last in the uh, second division facing relegation to the third division. So, yeah, I mean, we've just sort of got to hope that Luton pull off something tonight. But as I'd said, I think Rotherham probably deserves to stay up out of the three of us. But I still think out of the four of us, Wickham are probably ones who deserve to stay up the most because obviously they don't have the financial capabilities of the other three, even compared to Rotherham. And they've just put up a lot of fight. I don't think anyone expected Wickham to still be in it on the last day. I know they're not exactly in it, but still mathematically got a chance. If they win 13-0, you never know. Well, well, it's if us and Wednesday draw and Rotherham lose both their games and Wickham win their game. No, Wickham, uh, everyone's on 40 points. So if we draw, we're safe. So oh. it, it, they they need Sheffield Wednesday to win one mm. nil, and then they'd have to score fourteen or something. So it's oh. near enough over for them. But you, you, it's just we're still in the best position. I don't think we're in the best position in terms of our football and ability. I think Sheffield Wednesday's performance against Forest gives us a little bit of hope because they were pretty poor. Forest probably should have dispatched of them as well. So yeah, I mean, there's not much hope, but we'll probably come out unscathed from this as Derby County we do yeah uh, we did forget that defining factor that has troubled us all season an ex-player playing against us it happened with Bradley Johnson happened with Kieran Dowell uh, it, it, it's just coming back to bite us every single time I think players leave Derby with a hatred of the club I mean I think the Morgan Whitaker situation, it's a bit different because everyone goes on about, oh, yeah, he was still coming through. I, th- I think Morgan Whitaker was all right. I don't think he set the world all right. I think we needed him at the start of the season. He played a quite a pivotal role in Koku's games, especially under uh, in the first few games of the season. But he didn't do any enough for me to say that we should have kept him. And I think the financial gain we got from him leaving... And what it meant to the club at the time, the 600k or whatever it was, I think it was 600, 700k, was probably more important than having one more player on the box. And that's football. I don't agree with some of the stuff that's been said to him. Um, obviously, it's up to him how he celebrates a goal. I personally wouldn't do it against my boyhood club like that, but we move on from that now. And it doesn't really matter anyway, because they've, they're going on to bigger and better things. Once they are, they've still got a chance at the, uh, the Premier League, whereas we've fighting to survive in the championship. Yeah. Luke, were there any standout performers uh, against Swansea? For us, of course, we're not, we're not factoring Swansea players. I don't know. I can't, I, I seem to just wipe that game from my memory. It was that, that annoying. I've kind of just, just let it get, let it slip my mind. I don't want to think about it. I just don't want to think about football, to be honest. It's, it's got to the point now where I just I'm not enjoying Derby, and I never thought I'd say those words because I just don't. Uh, I've Shinny, said it most days. <laughs> <laughs> I think Shinny's up there with effort, performance-wise. I want to say he was fantastic, but he always puts a shift in. Burn was good as usual; he always puts a shift in. But 
they usual two players who put a shift in. The other people, other lot were meh. They're just Jaws back was I thought Jaws back played all right. I don't get why he came off. Yeah, it he he was the standout performer of that game. He he continually pushed and pushed and pushed, which is something that we haven't seen from him. I personally wouldn't say he was a stand-up performer. I think he was all right, yeah. I think it was one of his better games, which says a lot about how Jotiak's performed this season. But I think Nathan Byrne was once again the standout performing for us. But again, just to reiterate what I said at the start, does it matter? It just I yeah, just don't think is, it matters it, now. Uh, Eric Steele said point now we need goals, we need points. Even if we play well, what does that give us? Confidence uh, that we'll go up next season from League One? Eric Steele said a few weeks ago now, I can't, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was like, if you've got two or three players providing a seven out of 10, yes, it's okay. But then you've still got loads of players dragging along with four out of 10s, five out of 10s. You need to switch your way around. You need seven or eight players with a seven out of 10 each week to keep you mid-table at least. And that's not happened this season. I can't remember the last time it did happen, to be honest. I honestly believe, and I think this might be quite an unpopular opinion at Derby, I don't know. But I think if Gregory didn't get injured... I think we would we wouldn't be in this situation. I think no. Gregory's a mo- no. I think he's a much better striker than Kazim. I know a lot of Derby fans love him and they won't admit it, but it's taken Rooney this long to realise Kazim can't read across. I know Cam mentioned this a lot, and I don't know if he said it on the pod, but we speak about it a lot between the two of us. His ability to read crosses is really poor. We've got Nathan Burnley. I think he's provided the most crosses in the league, or I've seen a statistic. Second, like second, second highest like cross. Right. And Chinny's up there as well for his crosses. And with that, Chasm's what got eight goals. Come on, that yeah. is and I mean most of them haven't come through that sort of situation either. Yeah, exactly. But with Gregory, what has he scored? Three or four tappings from crosses? Yeah. It's so easy. Uh, and I think we're going on about Gregory, but I think it'll always come back to the big B in Christian Bielik. I mean, that injury has truly killed the season it's possibly killed the club in some way obviously we'll still be in some sort of form next season whether that being in third tier or second tier but without that injury I think we'd probably be where Forest are possibly even a bit higher because I think Blackburn Bristol City dropped up massively and they've sort of made the top 12 and bottom sort of 12 completely two different leagues so yeah, that was probably the biggest moment in the season and it came from just having a dodgy pitch. Yeah. We miss you, Christian. Please come back fighting. All right. So we're going to have to move on to Sheffield Wednesday. Now, looking ahead to the final, final game of the season. One game to save everything. What kind of team do you pick for this? What what kind of formation? What what tactics? How do you beat Sheffield Wednesday and save this football club? Pick eleven people who are going to fight for the club. Eleven people who will put a battle in. I don't care about if they're not that good. You could argue Jarzaviak or Roberts are probably better on the ball than Sibley, but start Sibley. He will fight. Sibley won't let his boyhood club go down. Sheeny will fight. You want these people who will fight and put tackles and put a shift in. You don't want these people who are half-hearted, just give up, heads go down. You want to stick your people who stick together and just fight as a team. I don't care how bad they are. If they're going to fight and put up, a, put up a strong performance, then play them. Would you start Waghorn and Kazim Richards up top together? If they fight, 
then well not fight each other, but if they fight and put a shift in, then yes. That would be just pure like that would just top off the season, just Wagon and Kazim Rich just having a scrap 30 minutes in. Both <laughs> of them getting sent off as we just lose 4 0. Yeah. Nine nine men derby. It sounds like one of your Probably. predictions then. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Well, we're, we will uh I'm gonna go back at the end of the season, trounce up all the predictions and just see how wrong I've been. You know, just just a reminder that no one's perfect, especially. Don't include my brother in one. That didn't happen. <laughs> Which brother in yeah. one? I feel like we did about 18 podcasts for those two games. Yeah. Um, and look how well they went. Look how well they went. Um, Ed, how about yourself? Do you, do you feel there are any Sheffield Wednesday players that can really hurt us? Do you know what? I don't even care about the opposition at this point. It's it's always us that hurt ourselves. We always shoot ourselves in the foot. So, to me, you know when we play the likes of Norwich, we play Brentford, we play all those bigger teams with all these big, fancy players, they don't worry us. They do, We always end up conceding a silly foul that Kirindal scores from, or just something. So, Barry, ben- Barry Bannon runs that team. He is a very competent championship player and is very underrated for, for the team he's played for over the year. If he was playing in, you know, a team like, I don't know, Bristol City, a team that's been flirting with the playoffs a bit more than Sheffield Wednesday, I think he'd be he'd be at a big club still. I think he'd be at a bit of a bigger club. But he he's the blood, the heart, the soul of that Sheffield Wednesday team. So he'd certainly be someone to worry about. They've got Jordan Rhodes who can score. You know, he might not Imagine show up that. the whole season. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he might not show up the whole season, but he can score a goal. He's got an insane championship scoring record. And and that's what we don't have. We don't have any cutting edge with our squad. Hmm. And But again, going into this final game, it does not matter. Performance, it does not matter who plays. It does not matter who's in goal. It doesn't matter all that matters is the performance. That's not even the sorry, not the performance, the, the goals, the, the win. Because I think someone tweeted about all the different possibilities of Rotherham, us and Sheffield Wednesday, all the different results and where that would end up. Mm. So what we're hoping for is a Rotherham loss tonight, but at the heart of it all, Derby need to win. That that is as simple as that. We can draw and still stay up, but that's in Rotherham's hands. We need it to be in our hands for once and actually make the most of it. And that's just not happened these last six games. So unless Rooney has somehow gotten to wake up on the last game of the season, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't see it going our way at all. I don't see it going our our or Sheffield Wednesday's way, to be honest. I think we're both down. You think but, Rotherham yeah. are the ones that have have saved it? I, I, honestly, I do. I think, that, I think Rotherham will either win or draw tonight. I don't think they'll lose. And I think it will make Saturday even worse for us to sit and watch. Cardiff are a hard team to break down for Rotherham. Yeah, don't get me wrong. They've got Naffle to play for. You know, I, I, what are they going to offer? They, they well, want to finish on a high score. The points total, that's about it. To be honest, we thought that the other day, but then they put four past Birmingham. So it's sort of a... It's one of those situations. So, I think mean, nobody's ever going to try and do favours in this league. I remember people saying, Warnock could oh, let Rotherham win. Rotherham, Warnock could not care less about what Rotherham do right now. He's thinking about what Middlesbrough do. Could you get a bit more money if you're finishing 10th compared to 11th, 12th compared to 13th and stuff? So no one's going to try and do them anyone any favours. Luton wants to finish on a high note. 
I, I do think Luton will beat Rotherham tonight because I don't. Rotherham are a bit of a strange side. They seem to put a lot of effort in, but get hardly anything out. Where so we put no effort in and still get nothing out. But yeah, I think Rotherham's performances haven't been great as of recent. I think they're they've not won in seven as well, or they've not, they lost the last five before Saturday, which they nicked a point in the eighty sixth minute, which was typical. But it doesn't matter what happens tonight, is in the fact that if we lose on Saturday, we're down as it is. So. Yeah, heartbreak, absolute heartbreak. I, I am with Kai on the fact I think Luton will win today. Like I read an interview Nathan Jones did, and he said he wants Luton to finish in a high. He wants that top ten finish for a small club like Luton to finish in the top ten. That's a fantastic achievement, and Nathan Jones will push will push for that and push for that. So I believe Luton could get a result tonight, especially Luton being my second club. I want them to win and do us a favour. Yeah. Can I just bring up that this might be our last podcast in the championship for yeah. at can least I also a year. so before we go down, can I also just like say to Radian <laughs> <laughs> Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That thanks. went well. Thanks for that. You know what I've just realised? What? In about August, September time, Ben did a podcast. No. At Wickham. No. Saying we're going to finish second. I did. We also just talk about how Ed watched us play Peterborough in um, pre-season. pre-season. <laughs> and we're not even going to be able to play him next season in the league. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how badly I also it's say, Did you watch I, Peterborough game, Ed? Uh, I did, actually, yeah. I made, I made it quite extensive notes, if you didn't already know. Um, but can I also say that I'm the only one that's actually got anything right this year on this podcast? Cocky yeah, out. Yeah, he did say cocky out. Oh, he did. That, that but I did say I, any of us have got right. I did say Reading were quite irrelevant, and that went well. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, I think when we I think when we did the first Barnsley podcast, I don't know about the second one or if we even did a second one, but the first Barnsley podcast, I seem to remember we were like, oh yeah, they're quite they're quite a lower league team. They always yo-yo between. Championship and League One, and now they're probably the best outfit in this division. I mean, I really hope Barnsley go all out of all of them. I yeah, think. Oh, same, same. If we, if we're being, if we let's let's ignore Derby for a sec. We're not a Derby podcast. Who's Derby? We're the Championship. We are the I think Barnsley podcasts. have been. I think Third. Barnsley have been unreal this season, and they deserve more than anything to go up. Norwich and Watford, are, they can do whatever they like. They're Premier League yo-yo teams anyway. But Barnsley Watford aren't. <laughs> What for the Premier League yo-yo team? No, not really. They've been they were up there for about five years. Yeah, but they're, they're up and down. Though. I remember them in. The no, they were there for five years. Yeah, they were there for, they were they were down for about five years. They went back up for five years. They're like a really oh. long yo-yo. That just okay, never it's a really long back. yo-yo. Slow yo. Slow yo. Yeah. Cheers, Ben. But My yeah, pleasure. sorry, sorry. I needed to have that little caveat just so we could have a bit of escapism from Derby yeah. for a second. Back on anyway, back, back on to reality. Course. Luke, how many are we going to get beaten by? Six. <laughs> no. Um, okay. okay. What, what is your Sheffield Wednesday prediction? For the don't last want to make one. I really don't want to make one. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to make you prediction. make one. Yeah. Oh. Come on. What's just on this podcast before? This is how we we tend yeah. to go with them. You know what? I'm going to do a. I'm just, I don't want to do one. Mm. So I'm going to do a Ben pod, uh, Ben prediction. Okay. Four one Derby. With a Matt Clark Matt Clark own goal. A Matt Clark real goal. Real Max goal. third goal. <laughs> yeah. Lee Buchanan last um, 85th minute goal. Yeah. 
and then a Kazan Richard bicycle kick in the last minute. <laughs> well, um, I owe you a lot of money if that comes off. Kai, where do you see the game going? Um, I think we're down. <laughs> don't. I, I don't. I don't know how to put it, but I think we'll lose 2-1. And I genuinely think it'll be how it's gone in the last three weeks. I think we'll take the lead and it'll be looking proper proper nice. We'll be, we'll be enjoying ourselves and then they'll equalise through Bannon. As and always. then about the 87th, 88th minute. Uh, who? Patterson. Yeah, Callum Patterson. He always seems to score against us. I remember that Cardiff game. Someone Mario will change his contract and be able to run on the pitch. But no, I think, yeah. And I it think was a chance of Mario once more. Hudson <laughs> will probably score in the 87th or 88th minute around then. I say break our hearts, but I don't think anyone really cares. It's been coming for a while now. So, um, yeah, Mel Morris, thank you for everything. You've got us out of the league eventually. Not <laughs> the way you intended, but... yeah. Thanks yeah. for the ex-England legends, but it's time to go. <laughs> Tom Lawrence is going to score as well um, to complete an actual sort of solid sort of end to the season yeah. performance for him. Love that. You know, um, talking about Jack Marriott, apparently Sheffield Wednesday fans are voting Jack Marriott as their yeah. player of the season. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I voted for him as well, actually. Yeah. Uh, Ed, how about yourself? Um... I've made a lot of noises on this podcast. I've just realised. You have. We can make an Ed soundboard. Go for it. Go for it. I'm here for it. Um, I'm going to... Uh, yeah, of course. Um, I think we're going to lose. And I think we're going to lose 3-0. I think it's going to be like a Derby Reading. Yeah. I think we're going to get a penalty. But Darren Bent isn't going to take it, obviously, because he'll be probably worth the sky. Um, right. I think Kazim will take it. I think he'll miss it. Yeah. And I think we'll concede... After after the goal kick, I then think the second half. I think they'll score again, and then I think they'll score in the last minute. But they're going to score the overhead kick, and it's going to be uh, Adam Reach. Because yeah. why not? That, that I, I the only reason I'm doing this, if I if I'm being honest, is because it's if I predict us to lose and we lose, there's a tiny, tiny, tiny shred of silver lining in my conscience that will just make me go, oh, at least I predicted that. Do you think Sheffield Wednesday will go down then, still? Uh, yeah, I, I think Rotherham will win tonight. I've just got a feeling. I've just got a feeling that they all right. Well, I am. They they <laughs> <laughs> they lost to Brentford, didn't they? And I thought they played all right. They weren't amazing, but Brentford are a good team. I don't think they're going to let that happen again. I just don't see it happening. I just think they're either going to get a draw or a win, and it makes Saturday all the more uncomfortable. To be honest, um, I think. We're probably in the worst stab to come back up anyway mm. from League One before you do prediction ban. I think Rotherham might be a little bit annoyed if they stay up because they've sort of perfected the art of just coming straight back up and winning the league quite easily. So if they do, if Rotherham do go down, I expect them to be back up straight away anyway next year. Yeah. But I think Wickham might win the league in League One. That would be huge. Um, for me, I think it's going to go the way of the 2014 playoff final. 90th minute. Zamora. <laughs> yeah, he comes out of retirement just to ruin Derby one more time. But I think 
we're going to be on top all game. We're just going to fail to get that goal. And in the 90th minute, our hearts are broken and we're sent crying, screaming and crying down to League One. It's it's a probably the worst prediction in terms of like what it would do for the Pete fans and people in Derby, but I it's Derby County. If the worst can happen, it's gonna happen. My only hope of Saturday is when we do predictions, when we all predict a win, we lose. Mm. When we all predict a lot a lose, we always <laughs> win. So there's my glimmer of hope. Yeah, yeah. Now, you've said it. now you've said it, now it won't happen. I'm going to predict a draw, and nobody's going to get points. It won't happen, so cheers for that, Luke. If we lose, it's on your head top, so... Yeah, okay. Fine by me. Imagine, right, yeah. imagine, imagine a cocky was sacked, so it's fine. Obviously, Ben, you want to do your outro, but imagine if you took us back to August, and when we're all sat, we came back to the podcast, and we thought we were going to be battling for playoffs. Imagine listening to this podcast oh, back then now. All I'm going to say is Nathan Byrne is just as good as I thought he'd be for Derby. Yeah. It's just everyone else is dross. Can we but, do a, um, can Ben make a podcast of all like our ridiculous uh, comments and outtakes? I, I, I'll have some time on my hands. We'll, we'll, so. hi, we'll, we'll hire you as part of your placement. We'll put a bit <laughs> of money towards it so it's not just yeah. a pointless but, endeavour. Thanks, mate. Thank Buy you. your point. <laughs> I'll take that. Lovely. Right. Thank you so much for listening to this depressing, slightly chaotic final game prediction once around podcast. I've been Ben, been joined by Ed, Kai, and Luke. And you can hear the funeral bells. It's just whether Derby want to turn up to their own mortuary. Up the boys, up the Rams. See you in League One.